You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode number 50, Racketeer Terror in Gateston. Hello and welcome to the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Steven. And a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Ed Moore. Howdy, folks. So, Stephen, I unceremoniously put a stop to a topic that you wanted to discuss earlier tonight. So, yeah. the floor is so yours, sir. In episode 47, we started uh, in our banter. We were going to talk about, uh, I had recently read Superman issue number one that, uh, as far as when we're recording this came out a month ago because I'm I'm reading all that stuff on the app and a number of episodes before that you had mentioned that you had read issue number one and I think mm-hmm. you had said something to the effect of there was a certain thing about the story that it's like you were just like oh well yeah that makes uh, that makes sense why uh you know why wouldn't they do that mm-hmm. do you remember was it um, the Lex Luthor I I I think what it was was the fact that he would just walk around going through his daily thing and just talking, just like you and I are talking. And Superman, who knows how many bloody whatever's away, can hear him. And he knows that. Of of course, that's the entire reason why he's... He is having a conversation with Superman. And, you know, people around Lex are like, dude, it's crazy. He's just always walking around talking to himself. No, (laughs) Superman can hear every word he says. And I really liked how they handled it from the beginning yeah. of the issue because they're they're putting in these little balloons of Lex talking to Superman but you as the reader have no idea what those right. represent right exactly and it's it's yeah. and it's stuff like uh Superman's going up against somebody and they're like and all of a sudden there's this little kind of balloon that's like break her leg and you know giving him advice on how to take somebody out but very yeah. violently and completely the opposite way Superman would do it so at first i was like is this his inner dialogue? Are we going to find yeah, exactly. out that Superman this- has a dark side that he just never lets out, but he's always thinking about it, which yeah. would have been freaking interesting. Oh, man. But when you found out it's Lex who's in prison, just talking to him constantly because he knows that Superman, you know, he can pretty much hear everybody on the earth, but he's he's able to focus his hearing to pay particular attention to certain people. Mom, Pa, Lois. Right. You know, and Always Lex Luthor. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. really and, fun. And I think it even gets to the point in that issue where Superman's like, damn, I wish I could turn this off now. Right. And, and just yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nope, I think too late. It, you've already tuned that one in, dog. So it's. <laughs> yeah. Because like immediately when you're when he's hearing this stuff and you're like, what is going on here? At one point he goes, hush. Or, you know, would you just hush or something yeah. like that? And you're like, okay, so is he talking to himself? To himself is he trying yeah, to quiet like- that inner dialogue? And yeah, that was a yeah, lot of was, fun. They did it really well. That was very clever. Doug agrees. He says, I thought that was a clever idea to frame the story. Um, and the artist on that issue, and hopefully for many issues of Superman to come, is uh, Jamal Campbell, who was the artist on the 12-issue Far Sector uh, miniseries okay. about Green Lantern sojourner Joe Mullen, who, after reading those 12 issues, is now my favorite Green Lantern. Okay. Um, due in part because of the art. I've just, that guy's art is just, uh, just great. And it, there's some moments with Superman. I, first of all, I always appreciate an artist who gives Superman trunks instead of jockeys, you know, outside of his, 
his, his right. pants. I, I like the trunks better than the, you know, the, 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 the jockey tidy whities that are actually right. red kind of look. Um, but yeah, I, I, the art was just amazing. And then you have this pretty darn good, clever idea of a story going along with it. And yeah, uh, yeah. So far, it was a lot of fun. Um, I will add to that and say that I have also consumed action comics, 1051 and 1052. Yeah. Now, the the thing that all these books that I'm going to mention have in common are they are bannered Dawn of DC. Dawn of or DC, Dawn, yep. Da- yeah, Dawn of DC. So uh Superman one. Now two, as we're recording this, comes out tomorrow, I believe. Okay. Yeah. The the next issue. So uh I've read Action Comics ten fifty one and ten fifty two, uh, which revolve around the Superman family. So it's yeah. it's a much broader look at Superman. Uh uh, a little teeny bit of him, but actually, it's the other characters that seem to be the um, the focus for that book. Catwoman fifty two, which uh, okay. Now I'm going to say things about some of these titles, and they may be spoilers to those of you that haven't read it. Does that bother you if I do that, Stephen? No, nope. I'm not going to necessarily give a, a major thing away. Just some little things. Yeah, my, instance, the way my brain works and the fact that uh, these issues won't be on the app for a month, okay. I'm, I'm probably yeah. going to forget them anyway. So, um, Catwoman 52. It's not Selena Kyle that's Catwoman. Oh, She's okay. in prison. Is this a Dawn of DC? Yes. It's okay. labeled that. I, I didn't know that it would. Well, all the announcements have been, of course, about number ones. Yeah. Now I am finding out that there maybe are you know, shifts of some sort for ongoing titles that are going to be included in this as well. The first one that I ran across was Catwoman 52. So yeah, right off the bat, it starts, no, Selena Kyle's in prison. Hmm. This Catwoman is another woman. I have not been reading Catwoman. I didn't even know who the heck that was. Hmm. Uh, So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, The Adventures of uh, Superman, John Kent. I I read that. Looking forward to that one. Um, I don't know. They're just has it been anything that I have heard or actually seen about John Kent that has really grabbed me? So it's uh, he he was also in the action comics issues. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I like him. I didn't want to at first, and frankly, the only reason I started reading any stories from him or featuring him were because Tom Taylor was writing the book. Okay. And big fan of him. So uh, something interesting, just to put in the back of your mind. Maybe keep an eye on what DC does with John Kent. Okay. Because in the next eight years, the first issue of Action Comics goes into public domain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so far, DC isn't showing any signs of trying to prevent that. So that that may influence well, Superman, John Kent, yeah. as far as, as what they do. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of things about it. It's not Superman that is going into the public domain. It's the way it's other things like his outfit, uh, the yeah. fact that he can't fly, the Lois Lane because she's named. But a lot of the a lot of the things that we associate with Superman, as far as powers and the outfit he wears now, and the fact that he can fly and uh, things that he didn't that. He has done that he didn't do in the first issue of action, but he does now. Yeah. Those those things are secure. Yep. That that's not gonna be but but if everybody has the chance to do 
their own Superman. DC could say, well, let's let's X-Men him down and let's inhuman John Kent to yeah. uh, do, a, do a parallel, which, of course, for those of you that read Marvel Comics know that that didn't bloody work at all. But Not okay. at all. Yeah. Um, okay, so I am looking forward to this Wednesday as we're recording. Uh, Superman 2 comes out. Okay. Nightwing 102, which has a Dawn banner. Nice. And Catwoman 53. Okay. So, uh, I, and I, I plan on reading all of those um, to just to, yeah. the, the dawn of DC has interested me because, yeah. uh, just because, uh, so. Yeah, it's, you know, the, the two things I was kind of looking forward to with DC was the, the dawn of DC and then Lazarus Planet, which really hasn't done anything for me. I still okay. don't understand because they, everything I had read about it go you know beforehand when they were hyping it up it's like all right this is the new event that's coming out this year for dc lazarus planet and when i think of event i think of you know a core miniseries whether it's six issues nine issues or whatever and then a bunch of tie-ins that are go around it but so far all they've put out is just a bunch of one shots and you know like lazarus planet war on krypton lazarus planet blah 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 you know and it's i just that yeah. that kind of it's it's almost like back in the day when Marvel would do their crossovers that only went through the annuals. Right. Right. That you know, it's like when you every issue is a different creative team in the story. For me, I just I just I I can't get into it. Now now that's that's the kind of exercise that <laughs> in a mean way I I typically describe as being more masturbatory than yeah. And, yep. you know, than anything long lasting. So yep. um, the I think perhaps the exception is going to be Lazarus Planet, um, something of the gods or the Shazam Wonder Woman one. Yeah. Because Wonder Woman 800 is coming up very quickly. Yeah. And so that story should end right before Wonder Woman 800. And it's my understanding that, well, I, I think it's already been said that Wonder Woman is ending, and they're going to start a new volume. I don't know if it's yeah. going to end with eight hundred. Probably, yeah. Uh, I think that'll be her her dawn of DC. I think they they announced a creative team not that long ago. I, yeah. I didn't. I don't think I even recognized who they were. But so I, and and that that storyline that they're doing with Diana, I think, is something that they have never done with the character of Wonder Woman before. Yeah. So it kind of intrigued me. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, Did, are, do you do you remember reading about what it's going to be? No, she she's an outlaw. Okay, the the official peoples of planet Earth are hunting her. Wow, and I imagine that that may be something that occurs in that Shazam Wonder okay. Woman Lazarus book to set yeah. that up. So mm. I'm like, you know, Batman's been hunted, Superman's been hunted, Green Arrows, mm. but Green Lantern. They've not done that with Wonder Woman yet. So, yeah. and I think simultaneously, oh, Tom King is writing yes, the new Wonder Woman. Right. Well, then I'm there. I think simultaneously, she is also shunned by all the other Amazons. So she huh. is turns out to be on her own. She has nowhere to go. She there, there's no haven for her. Ooh. And I thought, well, okay, and let's let's see how Diana handles that. Yeah. So all right, all right, I'm bantered out. All right. Uh, so today we're looking at Racketeer Terror in Gateston, which is the second story to appear in Superman number six. 
It was written by Jerry Siegel with art by Paul Cassidy. Cassidy. Uh, Superman number six has a cover date of September, October, 1940 and on sale date of July 10th, 1940, according to Mike's amazing world of comics. And we also got our synopsis from Mike's amazing world of comics. So let me tell you what happened in this issue. Racketeer brute Bashby has taken control of the small town of Gateston. Jim Terrell, editor of the local paper is critical of Bashby and his unknown boss which leads to Terrell's death in a car bombing. Lois and Clark arrive in town to investigate the racketeering. Additionally, the Gateston Gazette printing press is also bombed, stopping production of the paper. Clark contacts the publisher of the Daily Planet, who graciously agrees to replace the destroyed equipment. Bashby tries to stop the delivery, but Superman intervenes. Bashby steps up his threats on the town, but Lois learns that a local lawyer, Morton Twist, is Bashby's boss. They try to kill Lois with the car bomb as well, but Superman saves her. He forces the crooks into the rigged car and gains confessions from the fearful men, which ends the corruption in Gateston. Uh, something that I neglected to point out in the last two episodes, because I think it, it happened with uh, the first time we saw it, may have been Action Comics 27, May have been Action Comics 28, but well, first of all, we get a splash page in this story, which mm -hmm. we haven't had yet, as far mm -hmm. as I know. Right. But the last number of stories, instead of starting out with that text box that's like the or the text box that's like stronger than a freight train, blah, blah, blah. We actually get kind of a quick little this is what's gonna happen in the issue or right. this story. Like this one says, Racketeer Terror, Grim, Ruthless, descends upon peaceable Gateston beatings, bombings face businessmen who refuse to be intimidated by evil brute Bashby into the setup barges, the foe of all injustice, Superman. And, uh, I feel I'm, I, I feel bad that I hadn't noticed that when it first appeared and didn't mention it. But. Yeah, that's all right. We're, we're noticing so many other things and, right. and we're used to seeing that elsewhere. So when it comes up, it doesn't seem yeah. to be new. Although, in this environment, it is. But yeah, you've got the uh, the all-knowing narrator uh, standing yeah. at his uh, big mic uh, going across the airwaves for the radio play we're about to listen to, right? That's what that sounds like, is the, the radio yeah. narrator setting things up in that voice that, yeah, so. What'd you, what'd you think of this one? Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was, we're, we're, we're trending recently. Back to the more um, pedestrian earth, yes, um, more well, obviously mobster-based Superman. Yeah, uh, you know the ultra humanite is gone. Uh, he's come and gone. He was a Flash. It was not that Flash, but just haven't seen Luther uh, in a while. Haven't seen Luther, in a while. and no one else has been introduced. Yeah, you know uh, of of. Anyone that we know of in his rogues gallery now, I you know there. I'm sure there are characters that will appear here during the golden age that they don't use now. But you know, I'm reading. Uh, I'm up to uh, the early '70s of detective strips for Batman, and we've seen Joker, we've seen Two Face, we've seen Penguin. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, come on. Yeah, the the thing Superman. with Superman though is you know a lot of folks that we kind of take for granted as 
you know, characters from the Superman universe that just have always been there didn't come from the comics. I was thinking mm. about this mm-hmm. today as I was reading one of these one of these stories when the the editor Taylor or whatever his name is of the Daily Planet sends Lois and Clark off on a you know on, a, on an assignment, and I started wondering. I wonder when we're going to see uh, Perry White. And then it kind of dawned on me that I'm, you know, at the same time, I'm listening to uh, Superman Radio Revisited. I don't don't think that's the title of the podcast, Uh, but it's the old Superman radio shows. And a lot of those, I think wherever he's at right now, it's about this time. It's in 1940 and Perry White's all over those episodes. So he obviously came from the radio show. Jimmy Olsen technically originally comes from the the radio show and it's- So yeah, it's this is yeah pedestrian, but we get another panel that I, I'd lo- I've loved to see somebody argue that Superman's not flying in the panel. <laughs> um, a quick lookup says that there is a Superman Radio Revisited podcast, but I know that there are two. Yeah, that do that, and and I don't know enough to to be able to separate them. So it that could be the name of the one that you're thinking of. Uh, yeah. If not, you only missed it by one because I think there's only two shows out there like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let me quit my Google Foo and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You're you're way in here because Superman doesn't appear for a little while. But yeah. Uh, here is it the panel right after he's changed in the alleyway. But first, I have a little house cleaning yes. to do in preparation. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that. I mean, you you can't necessarily tell that he's not. The perspective that the panel is drawn in definitely the, lends itself to he's leapt and I don't know, he could just be jumping and we just see the But you or, combine it with that narration. Yeah. Zooming Springing through the sky the like a rocket. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh okay. No, yeah, no down here now where he's in the mountains. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh, the one the the, the yeah. one in the corner. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm it's like what so he is falling. In that yeah. kind of posture, he's just, oh, come on, people. Yeah, that's, he's flying. He's yeah. zooming through the sky like a rocket, and he sights the objective of his search. If he's just jumping and he go, oh, there they are, he's he's going to keep jumping. He's not going to just yeah. suddenly stop and drop. Right, you yeah, know, he's going to keep going yeah. if that's what he's, it's, yeah. He'd be so. like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, I got yeah. to remember this <laughs> jump back over here. Yeah, it's it's and these past, you know, two or three um, strips, it's it's just getting to the point where the artist and and there have been different artists, they want to draw him. Exactly. Yes. It's, you know, and you can tell nobody is saying anything, you know, so if you don't say we'll we'll change it to where he is flying and if we don't say anything nobody will ever know that it changed yeah i feel if these if all these creators were still alive today i guarantee you they'd be like oh yeah he's flying that that was our intention yeah um okay so up on me again really you froze for me yeah cool everything working now yeah um so this also reminded me and and I apologize. So many times I bring things up, movie, TV, songs, and I can't remember the title. The brain cells don't work as well yeah. as they used to. But the this is a, a story about a, a bunch of ne'er-do-wells who move into a town to take over the 
bad guy trade in the town, whether yeah. they have to kick out the current bad guys or it's some kind of idyllic town that they are the first bad guys there. Yeah. This will be an easy place to take over. Yeah. Right. Very much reminds me of a movie with Bruce Willis, who yep. unfortunately we will never see act again. I know. And that's, that's sad. That's just very sad. Yeah. Uh, where he is part of like the, I don't know, Italian mob. And there are members of the Jewish mob that's already in this town. And he starts playing them again. He sets himself up to be a member of both and yeah. then starts playing the two sides against each other. And it's this, I, I, I think the setting is like a 20s, 30s kind of, you know, mobster kind of setting. Really fun movie to watch. Yeah, I know exactly the movie you're talking about. Okay. I have no idea what it's called. And yeah. I don't know that I've ever watched it, to be oh, honest really? with you. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. Really good. Um, and I, I don't know why, because that's not necessarily the story here. Yeah. But, but just this... Gangsters small in a town, small town, yeah. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Uh, the town is not really the setting. Right. The mobsters and what they're doing is the setting. And it, yeah. So, but yeah, so they move in and, and they, they, they take over all the badness. Now, here, um, after the first couple pages, did you know who the leader of the bad guys was going to be? Had no clue. This, uh, okay. I'll tell you what, this story didn't really do anything for me at all. Okay. And because of that, I don't know that I paid a lot of attention. I remember when they finally revealed who the the bad guy, the the boss was, I was like, I I don't even know who that is. Oh. Did yeah. did he okay. show up in the story at some point before this and I had to kind of look back and I said, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. this he was as he was much in it from as the beginning. Yeah, okay. as much as that uh last World's Fair <sighs> comic was kind of and mm. this one just, it just did not do anything for me in any, there was a couple of moments I thought were kind of funny, but really it just, okay. Just didn't move me in any way. <laughs> that, I, I, that may be the first time that we have rather uh, varying thoughts on the, yeah. on the story because I, I, I did enjoy this. Um, I liked seeing the mob move in i liked him seeing uh, i liked seeing them destroy the paper so the paper couldn't work against him superman makes a quick call to his editor and the editor's like oh i won't yeah. just do that i'll do this to help and and you yeah, know that was cool. so um let's see Th there there was a face shove did did you catch the yes, face yes, shove yes, I, there was. I know I you're a fan of that. the face shove yep. yeah okay yep. and then we get the we get another clark uh pinching the nerve on Lois's neck. So she right. passes out and can't see him acting as Superman, which, so that's happened at least twice now, mm -hmm. um, possibly three times. I, all I could think of when that happened again is like, cause at, when he, it's actually a pretty awesome scene. Uh, as soon as she's unconscious, cause there's a car following them and the car, he just knows that they're going to try to run them off the bridge. He waits until the car is alongside them. He opens up his door as he's driving and just kicks the car off the bridge. That was pretty awesome. Uh, but when Lois then finally wakes up, she's like, oh, what happened? All I could think of was, Lois, at some point, are you going to start to question why you seem to black out a lot around Clark? And maybe that's These something you need things. to concern yourself about. Yep. You know, what's what's he doing while you're blacked out? You know, it's yeah. That, but that was pretty awesome. Him kicking that car off the off the bridge. This story, I thought Superman was a little bit more 
nonchalant about what happens to other people than yeah. he has been in other stories. Because here, like you said, he kicks this car off the bridge that those men probably died, however many men are in that car. Yep. There's the car uh, in the scene where he is flying through the mountains that goes over the edge. And there are two vehicles, yep. and he can only save one. And the one that he doesn't save is another group of bad guys that, that you actually see the car in flames in that one. I mean, you know what yeah. happened to the car there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I noticed, I thought that maybe Soups was a little, you know, he he has said really aggressive things before, but maybe not necessarily as physically aggressive, um, although here it is the opposite. He he could conceivably do something, but chooses not to Yeah, as far as saving these men. Um, here is another story where he gets shot at by someone. So all three stories he's been shot at. Yeah, it's starting to become a thing. And Lois also uh, does a bit of trespassing in this one. Yeah. Uh, again, so I'm starting to notice that there are certain things that keep happening yeah. more and more frequently. Uh, so I don't know, lack of imagination or it's it's the extent of what they feel they can do with the characters or, or what. Yeah. But there are those same things that, I mean... Superman, if if you are thinking he's invulnerable, there are a myriad of ways that you can show that. Yeah. Guns with bullets bouncing off his chest. Yeah, once or twice, but then you're like, oh look, he pulled a gun. I mean, yeah. you know where it's gonna go, you know. That's all it's it's like so. that's always been something that has been associated with Superman for the longest time. You see yes. it in the the you know, it's like whenever you see any kind of clips from the old George Reeves show. He's there. They're shooting at shooting at him, and it's bouncing off his chest. The He's old got joke his chest was out. Yeah. yeah, and the old joke was always um, on that show. the The gunman would shoot at him. The bullets would bounce off his chest. He'd run out of bullets, throw the gun at Superman, and he'd duck out of the way. Yeah, which is always funny. But and then yeah, so you it's like we're getting to the point where it's like all right, so we know somebody's probably going to shoot at Superman, and the bullets are going to bounce off his chest in this in this issue. And Lois is probably going to get herself into some trouble that he'll have to get her out of. Right. And let's go ahead and add, he's going to carry underarm some bad guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that starts uh, to, uh, seems to be happening more and more yeah. frequently now as well. So yeah, we're, we're, we're starting to get tropey now in, in the Superman stories. Yeah. Uh, the, the same, you know, you, you have a list of 10 possibles and every story has like three or four off of that list. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing you can say about Lois, despite the fact that she is pretty much playing the part of the damsel in distress, that's that's her role in many of these stories. She's there so Superman can have somebody to save. It's not that she's just like minding her own business and stuff happens that, you know, some somebody kidnaps her or something. It's right. She's she's getting into these situations because she's purposely putting herself into these situations. Yeah, she she's tracking down stories. Yeah, she's trying to track down a story. She's trying to solve a crime. You know, I mean, the 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 jewel, the heist thing where she's you know accused of murdering that guy. Yeah, she there was no reason for her to go into that house. But no, most of the time, it's all. because she is trying to track down you know the 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 criminal. She's she's putting herself in the investigation. So it, right. she's got that going for her as far as the strength right. of a female character. You know, it's not uh, perfect. But. Okay. But come on, you, you know that after, 
I don't know, a, a very few number of incidents, she would probably curb that somewhat. Hey, you'd think so. You think, uh, you know, at, like, at some point, but it's like every time, like, no, every time I do this, I get tied up and uh, Superman has to save but, me. Is, is this but, the one, one of these three stories that we've talked about, whether, uh, episode 48, 49 or 50, there's a moment where she actually says to Superman, you know, for somebody who claims that they don't have feelings for me, you're, you always seem to be there to, 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 to rescue me. And yeah, I don't, I don't think it was this one, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's basically like, well, I'm just doing what I would do for anybody. Lois. Um, let's see. Yeah, no, no, it's not in this one when he finally rescues her. But yeah, I, I remember that scene. It's like, uh, uh, maybe she's putting, no, she's not putting anything yeah. together. It's yeah. Oh no, not, <laughs> not in any way. Um, I did enjoy the scene where he knew that her car was booby trapped and he got the bad guys to drive the car. <laughs> well, that didn't set off the bomb. And then he got the guys to do something. Well, that didn't set off the bomb. Well, let's stop here and you put on your emergency brake. And they were immediately, oh, no, we can't do no, that. No, yeah, we can't. Like, okay, that's the one that triggers the bomb. And when and he it, when he tells them, start the car, and the one guy says no, I thought he choked the guy to death. He reaches really? out and grabs him by the throat. And, and they put that big red like uh, action thing going on just, the angle of his head to his yeah. body too it, it's like looks like oh, he just yeah, snapped his neck, his neck broke yeah yeah it's like he just went okay snap <laughs> you know that yep. did kind of for a moment you know it's like for a lot for for a lot of the story it's it's like i just really wasn't into it and that stood out it's like whoa what the frick just happened he just broke some guy's neck he killed somebody uh, yeah doug is telling us last man standing is the Bruce uh, that's movie. right yeah. yeah, that's that's it, Doug. That's exactly last the man movie. standing. Yeah, I and have to check that out. Knowing that we're never going to see anything new from Bruce Willis again, I feel like I should go check that out. Everybody out there uh, owes it to themselves to watch five Bruce Willis movies. Just yes. pick five and watch them. Yeah. Uh, n- very few of the movies that he's in are just out and out stinkers. Now, depending on what it's about, you know, it may not appeal to you, and that's cool. But keep in mind, the dude is alive. But he will never make no. another movie uh, because of some physical uh, issues that he's run into. Well, more than physical, but you know, he 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 physically won't be able to make any more movies, and that's just like sad. You know, anytime anybody forcefully is taken away from doing what they love, that's just yep. bad. It, it's yep. just it's not fair. It you know, so many people don't have the. Um, they can't avail themselves of doing ultimately what they want to do, what they love to do. And so anytime those folks have it taken away, I, I just, I think that's terrible. Yeah. So, uh, the, but yeah, Br- Bruce Willis, good, good. The actor. movie, the, the Bruce Willis movie, I would recommend everybody. It's the one that I think a lot of people point at and go, nah, that's not a good Bruce Willis movie. That's Hudson Hawk. I okay. yes. thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I love that movie. It's Bruce been Willis a long movie. time since I've seen it, but the, yep. the the one scene alone where he's one of his first you know heist break in scenes in the movie he's in a museum or something and he has to go mm-hmm. get something and and he's got his his partner on the radio that's helping him through and he's like all right the 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 alarm or something will be down for two minutes and thirty two seconds and he knows the the length of time uh, of every song practically in the world and so he doesn't use a timer he knows that yep. there's a there's a song that's that length of time so he sings it 
right. while he's doing yeah. the heist. And it just, it's just one of my favorite moments in a movie ever. That's, Never that's, seen something like that before. It was great. That's the thing that sets that, that character apart is that's how he, yeah. 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 All right. Um, that, that is all for your Bruce Willis moment. Yes. Oh man, that wouldn't be a bad podcast to do yeah. Bruce Willis movies a minute at a time. Doug agrees with me once again. There you go. I think Doug and I are the same person. Sympatico. I think I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm, I, I'm online. I've, I've, I'm sending these comments. You, you could be <laughs> typing this. I don't it's know. Right. I'm sitting here looking right at you. I couldn't tell. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's basically everything I pulled out of this. It's, um, a lot of very familiar things at this point. And, you know, I don't know, maybe moving forward for the next little bit, it will, that, that will be the pattern is these yeah. things that we have pointed out will keep occurring. Um, so be it. You know, I, I understand yeah. why I, I still, am interested in in the history you know yes. even if it is the same thing i've read multiple times from superman i know that these things i'm reading are what led to the superman 1 and 2 that we talked about for dawn of dc or the yep. adventures or uh, action comics and you know so i'm, well, and, I'm okay with that the pattern that i've kind of noticed is we seem to get three or four whether it's uh, a couple of issues of action comics in a row or, you know, a couple of the stories in Superman, like the first two, like that we'll get like kind of, you know, we'll get two boring up issues of action comics and then two boring Superman stories in, in Superman. But then at some point we get like an action comics 27, mm -hmm. the, the wayward home, the wayward boys home. We, we what, get at, we get issues like, yeah. The, yeah, where, he, he, you know, the, the final, uh, ultra humanite issue, which was just bonkers, you know? So I, that's kind of what, you know, when I, when I get to a story like this, that just literally does nothing at all for me. I'm like, all right, well, we will eventually get to another right. crazy bonkers over the top story. That's, that's going to be a lot of fun, but the, the e excitement trough is okay because you know, there will be a peak. Yeah. As well, and, and, yeah. and even with a story like this that didn't do any, there, there's still stuff that I can point out, and you know, mm -hmm. like like the scene where I I thought he just broke a guy's neck, <laughs> you know. Uh, there's a moment here. I, I don't remember exactly what's going on, but he's he's holding two guys under his arms. They're facing up, so again, their backs yep. are probably yep. being broken as broken. they're jumping, and yep. then he he does legitimately drop them. From the sky, so I'm assuming they're dead. Uh, uh, well, yeah, because because as he's as he's leaping over, he's up high enough that he it looks like he's above this uh, practically the smokestacks of a factory or something. And one guy's going let go, and he says anything to oblige, and he just drops them both. Was that in this story? Yeah, where at? What it's, else is uh, going? On? It's the page before he tells Lois not to start the car. Okay, so you're. On in here, there's the... It's the fourth panel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, he's picked up the two thugs who are going to shoot Lois, and he's taking them... He Actually, he rounds up all of the bad guys, ultimately. And yeah. Does the... Here, let me rip this fence out over here and encircle all the bad guys trick. Uh, yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah. which I, I, I... You know, we... We see that all the time now, but I think this is the first time Superman's done that. So yeah. that's that's pretty clever. I'll just fence you in. And we do get 
directly after this story, we get another one of those Superman teaching you how to uh, exercise so that yes. you too can have super strength. So, which I don't know who the artist is on this, but um, the the uh, the one panel of him swimming looks like it could have come out of the seventies. Frankly, um, it says uh, is that the right place? No, Lane murderer. I'm looking for a racketeer. Super strength. Uh, Burnley. Okay. Burnley and Schuster with um, Burnley and Cassidy on inks. And then there's a note here. It says, art credits verified by Burnley to Craig Dillick. Superman insert at the top of the page by Joe Schuster and Paul Cassidy. Superman insert. Okay, the little circle, I guess, yeah, is what they're talking about there. Him breaking the chain. Yeah. And then the rest of it is, yeah, the the... Very first panel there that Superman, his face, it looks very different from yeah. any faces that we've seen. Makes sense though. There's Jack Burnley. You know, yeah. I, I, I said with that world, the, the World's Fair comic, as much as the story was kind of blah, the art was freaking great. Mm-hmm. And that was Jack Burnley. I think that was our first Jack Burnley. It, this, this other one that he did though, um, wasn't quite as good. No. No, uh, yeah. didn't, I don't know, didn't take as much time with it or di- wasn't yeah. given as much time or, you yeah. know, whatever. I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't, I and, don't have anything else to say about this one. Okay. Um, at, at, at this point in comic book production, uh, let's say, I, I don't know what the process necessarily was like as far yeah. as artists, lettering, coloring, you know, you, you hear all kinds of stories now. Um, I don't know, was that the same then potentially or Yeah. Um, we know that paper strips looked sketchier because they had to get those out faster. Yep. Uh, we, we know that. Um, as far as, you know, the, not the accumulated strip comic books, but the actual um, originally created comic books. I don't know, you know, did they yeah. have two months lead time to draw that? Or uh, I'm, I'm not sure. And, and even if they did, you know, because they're, like like in it like a well heck like action comics and Superman they're multiple stories in one issue are the artists doing what a lot of the writers are doing and they have four or five jobs going on at the same time you know they're right. doing art for four or five different books so yeah they could just be rushing through stuff and and uh, just have you know yeah churn it out, and it make out. The money yep except for whatever we say about how the methodology was except for Jack Kirby. It didn't matter how much time he did yeah. or didn't have. Yeah. He was a mule putting it out and it all was wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking about Jack Kirby here on an, another podcast I recently guested on and oh yeah. What's that? Um it was one of uh Billy D's shows. I think it's gonna be on his um Bronze Age of Horror, although it wasn't a horror book. We talked about um Jack Kirby drawing uh, Eternals, the okay. very the seventies eighteen nineteen issue Eternals story, yeah. and um, we talked about some Thor books, but I, that was I think that was after Kirby'd been on there, so he'd already left Marvel and was at DC with the Thor books, but then when he came back, that was the Eternals. So okay. yeah, um, I, I was just all over Kirby talking then, so I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I could, but. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to add. All right. Well, before I wrap it up, I'll give everybody just a little tease for episode 51, because when I 
was reading these stories today and I just kind of went, all right, this story's done. Let me, let me just swipe the, you know, and see what this next story looks like. I immediately cringed where we may have a bit of a, uh, racist stereotypes in in the next story. So that's something to look forward to. I haven't read it, so I, I don't know, but immediately, and maybe that says something about me that the, the image I see just makes me go racism, but yeah, we haven't, we haven't run into, haven't really that, run into that a lot. Yeah. Very much. Right. Now, if it's covert, right. it, I, I don't recognize yeah. it, but I think we've, it's, yeah, at the most we may have run into some very subtle, um, what at the time would have been normal, right. but you know, not wouldn't pass today. Right. Yeah. It was was found out that, yeah, that's not the case for everybody that's like that or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, all, all Italians are in the mob or what, you know, right. It's like, it's, no. right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, that was our show. Uh, I hope despite the fact that I didn't like the, the issue too much that we, we still entertained you. And I think we did. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're, we're just gosh darn entertaining fellas, frankly. And I was entertained. That's good because that's all I need is is to know that you are entertained and that I'm go. that I'm happy. As long as one of us is reasonable, it's good. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. So until next week, folks. I'm Stephen. That's Ed, and this was the Superman Super Show. Ciao. Later. You've been listening to the Superman Super Show. Questions and comments can be directed to the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter under the handle at Soup's Super Show. That's at S-U-P-S Super Show. And continue the conversation at the Super Show Forum at forums.justanotherfanboy.com. We also encourage you to rate the show wherever available and share this podcast with a friend. All links will be in the show notes. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. Cat walked across my keyboard, and now the show notes are kind of messed up, but I think it's still got... Are they locked? Episode oh, 50 Oh, my keyboard's there. locked. It shows episode 48, but it's the notes for episode 50. Uh, Yeah, Rocketeer Terror and Gateston. Gateston. And just as you say that, my, my big 20-pound glumpy here jumps up on the desktop yeah. next to me hasn't been here all night been in there with mom but now i guess i don't know maybe she's gone to bed or something and he's and they're like he's well the here. other guy's talking about his cats i want to get in on this too yeah really okay so i am ready to go uh with the banter being about some dc comics <laughs> <laughs>